When I was a kid, I had a vivid imagination, and I remember just letting it run wild when I used to go on vacation with my family to uh, South Carolina, Hilton Head Island. And so I mean, I remember sometimes at, at night just walking along the beach, and uh, I pretended that I was a sailor who was shipwrecked and I had survived and washed up to shore, and so I pretended to find supplies and look for other survivors. Um, another thing I used to kind of imagine uh, and pretend to do was I would wade into the water and um, just kind of like brace myself and hit the waves full force and I pretended that they were the spells of a wizard. Um, yeah, I was, I was a weird kid, so, <laughs> but yeah, so, and then um, me and my brothers too, we would just build these fortifications out of sand and pretend that we were fending off pirates. And I'm sure everyone here had more of a vivid imagination when they were a child. They can remember the times they played house, had adventures, um, you know, created narratives with their dolls or action figures. Um, but as we get older, for some reason, our use of the imagination seems to diminish. And why, why is that? What, what, what changed? You know, is it because, you know, we're constantly consuming media and we just passively receive things and so we kind of start to lose that, that, that gift of imagination to create our own realities and you know, crazy things too. You know, I think there's something to that. Or is it simply just one of those things you, you grow up and out of? And there might be something to that too. Uh, but the reality is, is that the imagination is a, is a gift, a gift from God. It's a faculty that we possess that although at times be used to create fantastical things and realities of the future that never will come to be, it might even cause anxiety, it nonetheless is also this, this faculty which allows us to see the invisible, to see the spiritual, to see reality in its wholeness, um, you know, to see some things that sometimes we cannot grasp with our five senses. And with the imagination, um, we're able to dive deeper into the mysteries of the faith. We're able to dive deeper into the readings, into Revelation. Um, and we see this in the second reading where we hear Paul talking about this, this cloud of witnesses, the cloud of saints and our loved ones that have gone before us and are in heaven, you know, praying for us and discerning and praying for us. And um, when I look at into the crowd, you know, into the congregation with my two eyes. You know, I don't see St. Anthony, I don't see St. Patrick, and let Revelation makes us know and imagination helps us to understand that the saints are here with us. Love family members who are with Christ are here with us and they're praying for us and interceding for us. And this is so essential for us because in today's gospel, we realize um, that everything isn't peaceful in a certain sense. There's, there's going to be division and, and there's a battle out there, you know, for, for souls, you know, for eternity, to be eternally happy with our Lord in heaven. And when we look out in the world at St. Charles with our two eyes and the physical senses, you know, it, it looks nice. We, there's beautiful parks, great restaurants, um, but revelation in our imagination helps us to understand that, that there is a bell going out, that you know, eternal salvation is on the line and it's worth fighting for. And so, um, what we understand is that imagination is not some childish gift, but it's something 
that we all need to use to help to grasp at the wholeness of reality. And it's a thing that helps us to see that we're not alone in the battle for souls, for eternity. We have all the saints behind us praying for us.